Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I are playing the Delta Green role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The scenario is Lover in the Ice. It was written by Caleb Stokes, and it's part of the Delta Green universe. I'm the handler, and this is episode three. Our recap will be given by David Gassaway and Alex Sun as their characters, agents, Alarm and Bones. I would like to mention that this scenario has some very gross body horror and violence of a sexual nature. So it would be rather, so if you would rather not, we have a lot of other less graphic content for you to enjoy. So without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the, into the darkness. Uh, Alex and Dave. Agent Bones reporting in. Our investigation into the green box and Skip Mills continues. As we were gathering the information, an overeager police officer, Eli Filigree, sought our group out about a dead body found under suspicious circumstances. My first impression, he's a nosy rookie cop, too curious for his own good. Not that I blame him for trying to do the right thing, it just makes him a liability for our operation. He wanted us to check out a body in the morgue, and he wanted to come with us. I insisted that he just drop it, hoping to have our group get to it later discreetly, but that was not the case. I'll eventually go over it later, but the cops saw that what happened to Skip. Skipping ahead, we were, Delilah and I, back in the motel looking at other bad objects from this particularly damned green box. The next item we pulled out was a sort of dossier case with a number of documents in it from various periods. They were uh, maps of Chicago and uh, in infrastructure as well. There was a postcard picturing the old Chambliss meatpacking plant. Apparently, over a period of some time, a, a city planner named Abner Leibowitz was obsessed with this place, this meatpacking plant that existed historically, but which he could never find, no matter what road he took. Took a vehicle with agents Curry and Elkhorn to the morgue to check out the body that Officer Filigree mentioned. Agents Alarm and Delilah stayed behind at the hotel to categorize the recovered objects. The body in the morgue belonged to a member of the National Guard. Agent Curry examined the body and found that his flesh was liquefying around a series of bite wounds. The bites indicated that a venom was injected and at the same time, another liquid was sucked out. There was a bubbling orange discharge that left the skin around it red. Red or unread or readable or unreadable. The next object Delilah and I attempted to catalog was a printing roll. Uh, it was uh, French. Neither of us speaks French, but we could tell reading backwards. It was a cartoon strip in a magazine, it seemed, and I wanted to know what the title of the magazine was, so I wanted to roll the printing piece around to the top of the page, but there is no top of the page. The cartoon strip just goes on and on as it circles and circles impossibly, a three-dimensional object that has a fourth hidden within it. All of the things that we have found are frightening. None of them are something with which I would like to play. Play it quick. Play it safe. That's my motto, but that's not how it went. Officer Filigree insisted on coming with Agent Elkhorn and I to Skip's house. Music was blasting from inside. We could hear it from down the street. The windows were all covered up. 
Inside that damned house was an abomination crawling inside of Skip's skin. It was some kind of worm showing its ugly mug as it came out of his mouth. There was an altercation and it ended up biting Agent Elkhorn. The cop freaked out, obviously. I ended up taking the cop's sidearm and emptying a clip into the worm. As for Skip Mills, he's now an empty sack of meat. Neat was the next item. Series of plastic wrapped chunks of meat, red and pulsing in the form of letters of the Greek alphabet. Sort of potentially just a gruesome art project, except that they, the tissues within seem still alive, bits moving, hints of hair and of teeth, possibly even mobile, active, flowing blood. Blood was splattered everywhere in Skip Mother's room. On the bed was what was left of her body. It was just fucked up. Her body was used as some kind of hatchery. It made my blood run cold when I saw the window broken open. I'm left with an injured agent and a catatonic rookie cop. Whatever hatched has made an escape. escape. was on the mind of the wooden head. We took the axe head out of it. I don't know if it mattered. It doesn't seem to matter that we put it back. The head wants to go somewhere. I think the head can laugh at us. We put the wooden head in the bathtub and it tried to roll up the sides. We are fucked. fucked. That's what we are. Um, oh, is that it? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Excellent. That was really good. All right. So actually the last thing as, uh, as David and the others were looking around, they found a suicide note uh, concerning a Mr. Uh, I think it's Mr. Whitehead. Um, uh, David, you, I mean, uh, uh, Agent Alarm, you had just found that. And there were a bunch of yellow pads with it. Yes. Uh, Delilah, sit back. This is a long one and troubling, I think. Uh, Ryan Whitehead, in addition to describing ending his life, has something of a, I don't know, a final statement, a journalistic exercise. It's titled. It's not just, you know, a part of a diary. It's called Escaping Altamira by Ryan Whitehead. They sent me to the jungle to write a violent and bitchy article about the Wild West come round the wheel of history again, stopping its unique je ne sais quoi, and yours truly with a compass needle pointed far south to a frontier town called Little Aldemira. Such a venture sounds mighty fine to good old Ryan. I'd momentarily grown tired of wrestling with the people in my head. It's a good plan in such instances to put some new folk in there filtering out the mundane ones with healthy doses of whiskey or some fermented agave fruit accounting for local custom. Apparently, the latest military coup wasn't satisfied with its 15 minutes of dictatorship. Them crazy damn Brazilian generals fancied themselves capable of some man-sized Romanesque public works. Seems the psycho bastards are cutting themselves a road through the green hell along the Amazon River. Got everyone in on it. Government men whipping indigenous tribesmen and brown proles with bulldozers for 12-hour days of feverish bookshwacking. 
They got themselves a goddamn circus in their muddy wake, this nomad encampment called Little Alamira. As the road pushes through the humid jungle stink and poisonous everything, the town follows behind, serving the workers with booze and drugs and the bodies of its women, everyone hitchhiking along and the earth-moving shovelfuls of American-made cats and deuce-and-a-half trucks. I don't know where them boys got the energy for that much fucking myself. Getting on the plane to Blem would have killed my grand ass had I not been heavily fortified with a variety of chemicals. Law has no meaning out in the wilderness. Men are getting shot and left in the trail. They're paving the road to Latino modernity with the bones of barroom shootouts and used condoms like all the good civilizations should. It's the last of the wild places where a man's leisure is as dangerous as his work. And Blamo magazine thought old Ryan here was meant to take the snapshot for y'all. When the plane is coming over the basin now, the muddy river cut into the green like a smile on a horror's face. I've got to meet my guide, Sergeant Trevares, get my pal Albert squared away medicinally, despite the watchful eye of that damned sadist editor, Gabriel Laurentinos. We'll get a bead on the local debauchery by point of contrast, then it's off down the road to a town of dreams. The one that's never in the same place twice, but always two lanes wide, where we hope to meet men intent on fucking and drinking their way into places humanity weren't meant to tread. Uh, sorry, Delilah, the next couple of pages are too water-damaged to read. That God-cursed Tupi dropped us off on the road a goddamn marathon away from the town. Look, Chief, I know they're raping your land, but don't charge me for watching and expect the noble savage treatment in my immortal prose, asshole. Speaking of violation, our entourage of Americans, whores, and heavy machine operators come across a strange sight as we humped our shit down the jungle road. I was just thinking to myself, this must be what those boys in Nam feel like when we saw the rock carvings. The things were some seven feet tall and dotted the road like sideshow attractions. The crew even blasted some of the things apart in their eagerness. The sight sets me to mind of Francisco de Orellana, and I could see why the old priest named it Amazon in 1542. The rocks show these great granite women with clubs, attacking this strapping young man with such enormous equipment he can't stand upright no more, just jet drags his huge junk through the dirt. Poor fellers, Pecker must have crossed the weight limit for pleasure and into pain, more like a tail than a cock. The prehistoric ladies ain't having it no more, and the bastards so ugly, I can't say as I blame them. Loyalties to a fellow brother be damned. The stones they haven't blasted aren't well preserved, in the floodplain it seems. I can only glean the stone comic book on one, and all the likenesses of the fella have their faces worn away. No eyes, just a big sucking hole for a mouth. Gotta remember to call a museum down here before these savages bash their whole history to hell and gravel. Again, some water damage it continues. Have to write this down. I can't make sense of it. We saw the smoke of the town a full day earlier than expected. The workers must have cut ahead by 10 miles, which might as well be on the moon in the rainy season. Me and Albert were worried that they'd gotten sick of the Nomad Act and put down roots, which left a short jump to laws and culture and no story for old Ryan. 
Far fucking from it. We are no sooner in sight of the tents when these topless women run at us with drinks in hand. Hits flopping out. The menfolk, too, are mostly naked in various states of arousal. The whole place is recovering from a Caligula-level orgy the night before. The crew seems disappointed it didn't meet some record and is primed to try again. Makes me wonder now if anyone was left to actually cut the trees up ahead. Little Alan Mira was too damned horny to move. Albert and I ditched the she-bitch editor and soldier to dive right in. We think we're big men, doing it for journalism and the U.S. of A. and whatnot. Things get fuzzy, but it's about the craziest damn time I can remember having. Men and women trailing off into the woods to fuck. Music everywhere. Booze, drugs, etc. A real love-in. I lost my intended partner in a crush as one senorita after another found my lap, fighting over me like a piece of meat as we drank in the massive, sweaty tents. And then came the gunfire. Army men came out of the direction of the work camp, firing in the air. They looked beat to shit. Some were hauling moaning men in improvised stretchers. They were just firing into crowds on the road. Anybody fucking runs for it, anybody coming out of the woods, they all get stitched up. Then the ones with machetes set upon the bodies. It's a fascist wet dream. Before I can pull myself out of shock, they start lining us up and take us behind the shed. I'm scared shitless already when their officer stalks out of the night. Hard bastard with more scratch than skin, he was bleeding from everywhere. With those dead eyes, he cuts himself somewhere with a shaving razor, looking each person in the eyes as he does it. About the fourth one down, he cuts his face. The girl in front of him, she gives this moan in response. A deep one. Pleasant. He grabs her by the hair and drags her screaming into the middle of the trail. The soldiers, they circle up around her in a C-shape, real careful to give us a view the ones not doing that form a line and cock their rifles. I'm pissing myself, staring down the barrels, begging in all the languages I know when I see the girl on the ground. She's still hot to trot, writhing around in the mud like a horny dog, fainting toward different men like she can't decide which one's cock she wants more. Then El Jefe shouts something, and the guys start beating her to death with their rifle stocks. I see it all. But El Jefe, he sees me. He's staring straight at us. He starts pointing at folks in the line, and they open up with them goddamn guns each time. The man left of me goes down. The couple to my right scores more. Blood was pooling in the tracks, left by the bulldozers. All that was left was me and maybe half a dozen others, though I'm too fucking scared to count at the time. There's this eerie calm between the beat-up girl's last breath and the sounds of the jungle resuming. Then there's this rustling in the underbrush. Weird clicking sounds, kind of like when a kid clips a playing card in the spokes of a bicycle tire. Like the chirping of a cricket or cicada, only lower and louder and from every direction. Next thing I know, they are shooting again, but this time into the trees, screaming, Amante! Amante! Some brute grabs me and runs us down the road, sends us sprinting down the muddy road in the dead of night. 
I swear I can hear those chirping noises rushing past us as we run, heading towards the gunfire and the growing glow of fires. Robert is already halfway back to the boat landing by the time I catch up to him. His face is cut to shit and he's got no answers for me. What happened? What the hell happened? Guess that old boy Conrad was right about the jungle. Woke up this morning to find Albert stabbing one of the soldiers with something. He held it in his mouth and went at the man like a fucking woodpecker. Whatever it was, the scene unfolded like a hypersexual nightmare. The Brazilians that made it back to the boat with us almost wiped themselves out in crossfire, trying to hit him on full auto in the middle of the raging river. Then he came at me with that thing writhing out from him, like he intended on fucking me with it. We struggled, and I managed to cut and tear that thing out of him with Daddy's Bowie knife. Albert screamed like a madman, fell backwards and overboard. Even in the deep water, the piranha made his blood froth in the surf. Those men that were left threw their own dead to the fish, didn't even hesitate. I was pinned under some luggage, and the thing was still flopping around in my hand. I slammed it shut inside an ammo box. I can still hear it thrashing around in there. Maybe a doctor or biologist back home will. No, I don't know. I've been trying all this time to come up with a clear picture of what happened in that steamy, dreadful jungle. But the words just don't cut it. I'm not even sure why I'm making the attempt. If the pursuit of happiness is the greatest goal for a man like me, I'm afraid that opportunity is gone forever. I am haunted by the experience, and any deals I have made with the bottle have proved ineffective. Fuck it. I'm done. So what do you oh, do? shit. Oh, shit. We need to find the others now. Shit, 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 shit. Where are the others, by the way? Guys, uh, are you at the morgue still? I'm at the morgue. I'm at Skip's place dealing with the fallout. Okay. Um, At the morgue, you don't really find any more evidence than what you found. But there's definitely some compound that has been slightly pumped into the guy on the table, um, uh, which seems to be some sort of mutagen. Um, Just as you are wrapping up, uh, somebody was going to call the Army base or the the National Guard base. I believe I was going to do that. Yeah, the the gentleman we found, we think he's with the Army. We'll just say that you were uh, one of the other, your assistants in there did that. Um, They have come up with the name uh, Jonah Washington. Uh, He was a local. Uh, He is currently on leave. And uh, he is in the National Guard. Um, They weren't expecting him back for a few days. So he wasn't with the group that rolled in to help. Correct. Okay. He was on leave. He'd heard the disaster. He lives here, so he came here to right. see if he could help. But apparently, he didn't get very far. 
Um, Agent Bones, uh, you're in the room with Skip's mother, who's exploded, and something has clawed its way out and out the window. What do you want to do? Uh, I'm going to call up Curie. Okay. Uh, if we, if I do have reception, yes. Um, do a luck roll. See if you have to reception. At least limited. Oh, you have walkie-talkies, don't you? Oh, yeah, that's true. You have walkie-talkies. Walkie-talkies will work. Hey, Dana. Yeah, what you got, Mac? I've uh, checked out that house that we were going to look at, and uh, things aren't good. Looks like the problem's a little bigger than we thought on this grid. Usually that's the way. Um, what do you want? What do you think? What do you want me to do with these? Uh, with this body? Do we have any thoughts on that? We talked mm. about burning it up, right? But then it's a little bit of back and forth on that. Yeah. Uh, why don't you hold off on that? Because uh, this this house was very hot, and it also seems like uh, Jared Jared had a workplace accident. He's o- he's okay, but. Uh, I think he got uh, bit by something. Must be the bug that's going around. Mm, copy that. All right. Um, put it on ice, you think? I think so. Got it. Uh, I'll meet back up with you, and then we can decide what to do. Uh, actually, if you're heading back to the hotel, I'll just drive straight there. And then there's the uh, subject of this rookie cop. He's uh he's seen what is there and uh but I managed to convince him that uh he's fighting for the right cause. Mm. Listen, I'm I'm hesitant. Should we keep people should we keep where I'm at staffed or should I send people home? I'm unsure if we should leave anybody with this thing. Yeah, less people but the better. Okay. You're All the right, agent. I will. I'll see you back at the hotel. Yeah. Yep. Agent Elkhorn. The... No, sorry. Go ahead. I was just. I was going to say. I, I'll put this. I'll finish up this autopsy. Put the body on ice. Send everyone who works at the morgue home. We don't want anyone. If I can like lock it up. In fact, in one of the drawers. I don't know if the drawers have locks on them. But we'll say do. they do. Okay, and then I'll head out to the uh, hotel. Okay. Agent Elkhorn, you were outside on the front steps with uh, filigree. I'm not uh, sure that if the officer did come out, then he would be out there. What I did was I left the house after I got bit, and I rummaged around in filigree's car and got to his first aid kit and irrigated the wound. And then once it was cleansed, I kept like snow or ice on the area until we can get a good look at it in a he, he does come outside he is obviously shaken he sits down on the front steps yeah first rodeo oh boy i i don't even know what to make of that in there well it's how you deal with the stress that counts do you think it's drugs no he did that to his mom Think drugs I think it's some kind of mind-altering parasite. 
Oh my God. Thank God that it's uh, everything's frozen. Everybody's locked down and, and not running around with each other. If it's some kind of transmittable thing. Uh, You're an optimist. Uh, yeah, I don't know anything about that stuff. Did you happen to see where the thing went? What thing? Oh, the thing? What? He's not quite sure he thought about the thing. I think it went out the window. Yeah, it's a bit much to reckon with. Uh, fuck. Well. It is the back window, by the way. Back of the house. I think it favors the hot temperatures. That's why this guy had the thermostat turned up to whatever the fuck. Maybe, well, if we're lucky, maybe if this thing did leap out the window, maybe it'll quickly die in the cold. But I don't know if we're that lucky. Agent Delilah Alarm, what do you do having read that uh, escaping Altamira? Well, I mean, I think the, the tape of Skip's vomiting the evidence of the open uh, arms case that we know their relationship. Yeah. Uh, I think we found the culprit. Now we need to uh, set about containing and exterminating it. Um, but those, those soldiers in the story were, uh, uh, they weren't immolating the bodies, I don't think. They were just uh, surrounding them and bashing them up. Um, they seemed only to be concerned, yeah, with getting them destroyed, causing mm. them in the river, machetes, anything that would yeah. kill. Um, they seemed to also know what they were doing. Yeah, that 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 guy with the um the slicing, he uh, evidently figured out that they were uh, into some violent shit, and when they cut themselves, it was an indicator because they would um, respond um, with arousal. Um, look, moving around's not super easy uh, in this storm, and it's cold as fuck right now. So uh, if they do love the heat like uh, Skips did, um, then they're not going to be able to uh, move super far without... Uh, trying to establish another warm space for themselves. Right, so they'll um, be actively seeking hosts. Yeah. So, what percentage of town is evacuated? Good question. Oh, know. yeah, there's quite a bit that got evacuated. They didn't really get evacuated. Some of them escaped. The Red. rest of them are still in town, holed up. Um, and you do have the grid that will show you where electricity is available. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so we can... We can uh, get in contact with the the team and uh, inform them that this is a uh, too dangerous to contain uh, situation, cordon off and destroy, and then we start systematically uh, identifying sites um, that are drawing power. There would be a significant amount of power as well to keep things warm. Um, we identify those sites, we shut them down, and then we go from there. Um, where that means we then go sort of running around trying to find people who are starting fires or something in this shit. I don't know. But I I think we Yeah, I uh, tell the other team what's going on and 
not to boil the saving shit, just blow it up. Um, go to the power company, uh, identify sites that are using a lot of power to stay alive. Uh, and then if in doubt, we can cut ourselves to uh, try and draw out a uh, an arousal response from them. Doesn't mean we might uh, accidentally kill some people with some uh, fucked up interest, yes, but it also means that we're going to uh, take these fuckers out. And I think right. That... Of course, if somebody's just got a big oil burner in their basement, that's not going to show up on the power grid. So we might want to have some sort of, might want to get on a roof with, and scan thermally. Uh, if we could figure out how to do such a thing. Because, yeah, but if it's, we could start with electricity and we know where mm -hmm. Skip's house was. If, so if that's where the contaminant is is focused or where it's emanating yeah. from. Yeah, we need to talk to the others. There's also the question of whoever they found in the morgue and how that's around. Well, at that moment, uh, Agent Curie walks through the door. Uh, Agent Curie, good to see you. We've got some horrible news. I'm going to go uh, into this closet and take my phone out and see if the wooden head had anything to say in the last half an hour. Delilah can fill you in. Take my phone to the bathroom and play through that at a high speed. If it, yeah. is it just, um, just... I tell Agent Curie the plan, basically. You were going in to see if the... Uh... Yeah, Sorry. No, I was I was just, you know, oh, situation's that good after Alarm yeah. runs off to the closet with a phone. <laughs> yeah, so while Alarm's in the closet with the phone, I'll just fill Curie in uh, everything that like she said, and then, uh, yeah, we can move straight back. So, Agent Alarm, what was it that you were going to do in the closet? After the uh, wooden head laughed at us when we put the axe mm -hmm. back into it, I wondered if it had anything more to say, but I didn't want to deal with it. So I just put it and my phone, you know, with a memo record on, since I can't use my phone as a phone, to see if it had any other smart ass thing to say, or if it started speaking okay. in French. Or... And it's in the bathroom in the, the tub? I put, I put it, no, it was, it was too active in the tub. We put that, we pounded the axe head back into it, hoping that would still it, and it didn't. So we wrapped it all up and stuck it in the closet. Ah. Uh. Well, uh, a couple times you you play through the recording and there are a few very slight noises um that sounds like a person struggling uh, uh -huh. uh, but and it sounds like that same voice that low deep basso profundo voice uh but and you can i mean you can't really tell if it's moved because you wrapped it up pretty well but mm -hmm. you have a feeling that it it did try to keep moving. Okay. Agent Bones, um, what's your next move? I am heading outside to see Elkhorn and Filigree, Officer Filigree, probably oh, sitting there, and uh, yeah. and I'm going to say to Filigree, "So you're on board with our uh, organization? You know what needs to be done?" Yeah. I'll 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 follow you. I'm fascinated, okay. but then I need Jesus your Christ. evidence collection kit in your car because uh, we're gonna pick this thing up and get it analyzed. Okay. So I'm gonna get a pair of rubber gloves from the cop car. 
because that's something they probably have. I'm going to find a uh, one of those like summer coolers probably in the garage of uh, Skip's place, and I'm going to pick up the bug. You mean you're the body of uh, the mom? No, the bug. Oh, the thing on the ground. Yes. Uh, the thing that came out of Skip. Yes. Uh, yes, okay. It's dead, right? I give it a few pokes before. Yes, it's dead. It's right, dead. I'll, so I'll just throw that into the fucking blue and white cooler. Like, shut it. And uh, I will also tie it down <laughs> just, to, just to be extra sure. And then uh, I will try and get some samples from the body for Curie, both bodies, Skip and uh, okay, and his mother, and I'll take some pictures. Skip's body is an interesting one because it's it's still Skip, it's still a man, um, but you do notice that if you make any cuts, that the blood is extremely orange, uh, like it's being replaced with the liquid. Um, okay. the mother, on the other hand, um, even when you sort of reach for a portion of the body, when you touch it, it crumbles like it's made out of eggshells. Mm. It seems to have been transformed. It's hard, you know, chitinous sort of, but it, it crumbles very, very, very easily. It's disgusting and it smells terrible. I really don't want to leave this around, but I think I'm just going to make the call to burn the fucking building. Okay. Yeah. So I'll probably use a propane tank from the gas grill in the backyard and stuff that into the oven and just drive away before I uh, set that off. Okay. Right. So off you drive. Where are you going to go to the morgue or uh, the back to the hotel room? Yeah, the apartment. Okay. All right, so you come back to the hotel room, the, the yeah. apartment. The yeah, and I'm assuming Officer Filigree is coming with us. Yeah, he's with you. Yeah, I suppose it's time for you to meet the team. Uh, he looks like a scared little kitten, but he's with you. Yeah, uh, we're getting. Oh. We also picked up El Elkhorn, obviously. So yeah, he was outside yeah. too. Uh, so I'm you all arrive. I'm looking at Elkhorn on the drive back. Is anything happening to him? Well, he he uh, washed the uh, goat out, and uh, it didn't get a very good, you know, bite. So you're hoping that nothing's happening. He looks fine. Okay, bones. I'll let you know if I start. And Elkhorn, you you don't feel sick or anything. Maybe okay. a little, maybe a little apprehensive about the idea. Yeah, just because of nerves, and I'm a little skittish. At the moment, I'm just going to turn on the AC. I'm okay. driving back. Because you're hot. <laughs> yeah, keep the AC. All right. So you uh, you arrive back at uh, the La Quinta Inn. All right. And you're I'm bringing all in the cooler. You're all together now. And yeah, there's the cooler. And y'all can smell the cooler. Wait, Wait what does the cooler? cooler smell like? Uh, one dead like bug. Dead one swamp. Dead bug. Yeah. Yeah. This thing came out of Skip's mouth. I put a couple bullets into it and uh, oh, fuck. put it in here. It seems but... to be deteriorating rather quickly. All right. Well, you better look at this, Curie, before it uh, disintegrates. And I will start undoing the rope. I'm going to listen to see if it's moving inside. 
if it's not, then I'll open the lid. But I'll let Curie open the lid. Curie, you might want to take yep. a look at my arm here, too. I've got it cleaned up pretty good, but you got a better eye for this kind of shit. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Uh, let us let me get this. This looks like it's not going to be good for much longer. So let me have a look at it first. So as you look this thing over, it's it's basically got an orange tint to it. You can tell that the goo that comes out of it is orange. The thing is about maybe two and a half feet long. Uh, it's thin, uh, but it seems to have something in place that allows the person who has this to breathe, like a breathing tube. Um, there are a number of oddly shaped organs that seem like sacs uh, that are attached to tendrils. Uh, and the tendrils have sharp um, appendages on the end of them, like like hypodermics, not not that thin, but um, mm-hmm. they would match the puncture wounds for um, uh, Jonah Washington. The whole thing seems to be not an entire entity. It's like it's it the thing you think of is like a bee's stinger uh yeah. it it has been ripped off of something and added um there are a number of what look like what you're guessing is some sort of neurological uh takeover system where it buries itself into the victim uh down in their stomach region and then somehow accesses their brain uh the other end the part that sticks out the mouth or would have would have stick out the mouth has room numerous little teeth like a lamprey mm-hmm. um it's primitive it doesn't have any eyes it uh it doesn't seem to have any sense of smell that you can tell but by this time the thing is is what deliquescing it's it's liquefying uh and just leaving a, an odd horrible stinky yellow or yellow orange residue you think now that the the ammo case that what you saw looked like black oil or something is probably this liquid. It's just been many years, so it's turned black. But the the sense I get from this is it is only part of a whole, correct? Correct. Right. Yeah, I will relay that to the rest of the team. Like a like a lizard's tail. Yeah. Yeah. I understand. I understand. So something was strong enough to break through the window. Yeah, something was iced uh, over. Something hatched out of Skip's mother. Did it and I was out there. Any tracks in the snow or is it too I iced over? See any. Well, we should get back there with maybe uh do we have I don't any think you actually looked. I just assumed. That's right. And then um, I blew up the place. So Yeah, fair enough. Um, so what we can do, because they're, they're thermophilic, what we could do is we could, uh, go and have a look at the power grid, uh, map, find, uh, Skip's house, and then we just sort of lay over a rough, like, maybe a block or two, uh, radius, and we just sort of find the houses that are the warmest or have the most power being drawn to them, and go from there, I think. Um, similar with the, um, was it, is it, uh, Jonah, the guy that got found in the, in the snow? Um, 
I I suspect he hasn't been like sitting out in the cold this whole time. So he's probably come from somewhere. Um so we could have a look at where he's come from. Uh and I should have given similar. you they probably gave you his home address. Yeah, okay. I told you what unit. So he we was can in check so that far. out. Yeah. Yeah, so we can, we can we can use the power grid to sort of map out a search area. And then assuming, like, the problem is we don't know how fast these things move is the problem. Um, and that sort of expands our search area a little bit. But I feel like if we have a rough idea of where to look, we can narrow our search area down really quickly and hopefully contain this before it gets even more out of hand than it already fucking is. Um, yeah. Right. Did, did Mother Skip's remains look like she had the four marks that I couldn't tell she was shattered like an egg shell egg shell but what are what are guess at this I have a picture so I'll I'll show him how horrible it is yep this is does my knowledge of parasitology explain any of this like the the whole the, the mother as like this kind of host this thing taking residence in skip there are a number of organisms in the ocean that live in fish's mouths. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. They replace tongues. Yeah. Do um I don't know, do a parasitology role. Um I can tell you that there are a lot of nasty ones out in the Amazon. Yeah, 24 out of 50. Yeah. Um yeah, it does sort of mimic a number of animals that will lodge themselves in the person's throat, and this is much larger than uh, you would expect. But I'm I'm trying to kind of discern: Do we think Skip's mother was just a, a hatchery, or did she have one of these things within her as well? Yeah, that's um, what bones, I'm wondering. Did you get a feel for that. It looked like she was turned into something for sure but i don't think that she her purpose was to walk around and infect other people she had the purpose to be a hatchery and uh didn't you find a document regarding the ammo case yeah and then i'll i'll read it over yeah it's it's an extended sort of suicide essay from an arrogant frightened man um yeah, it looks like these soldiers. Go ahead. I mean, it's definitely our. We thought the ammo case was the point of contact. We were right. I'm a little relieved that it doesn't seem to be the black tar. It seems to be that this creature somehow survived, yeah. uh, and it, it attacked Skip when he opened it up like an idiot. It looked like, from what I read, it looks like these soldiers. They actually knew what they were doing. They were singling out those that were infected and just killing them. Yeah. Uh, but what's up with the the guy cutting himself, right? He cut yeah, himself, so he, and then someone moaned, and then they killed that person. Yeah, so do you remember how in on Skip's computer he was looking at all that really fucked up porn? Yeah. Um, I, I think it sort of taps into just the most depraved sexual urges a person can have. So if one of and us so cuts he, ourselves in the presence of these parasites, it'll reveal yeah, them? Yeah, I, I think it could be a, a, a yeah. diagnostic tool, yeah. It seems like they have so such poor self-control that it wouldn't require anything that extreme. And yeah. it might depend on the host organism's 
sexual predilections. Not everybody, I, you know, who knows? I just, I'm, I'm concerned whether that, like uh, butterflies, this thing has more life stages than we're aware of. Mm. So there's the thing that comes out of, the thing that jumped into Skep and, and bit Jonah Washington. Jonah Washington, I guess, froze before it could gestate something. We're counting that that thing also bit Skip's mom, but then the things that came out of her don't have to be that form. They might. Agent Curie, the damage to Jonah Washington was very minimal. Plus, he also had a lot of scrapes, cuts, and bruises, more like somebody trying to get away from being assaulted. So, can anyone... well, speaking of all this Elkhorn, let me look at that bite. Yeah, it got me right here. Uh, uh, he he did a very good way of irrigating it there, so it doesn't look like there's any of the goo or anything present, but it is a perfect little circle of bite marks. So, in your knowledge of parasites and what Agent Alarm was talking about. Do you think it's a possibility that this lamprey form, the one that came out of Skip, is not the most mature form of this? Or do, do parasites similar in, in, in morphology to this um, usually stay that and just spread around and that's their whole biological function? Or do they grow into something usually? That addressed to Curie? Yeah. Yeah. I... Do you think that we should be concerned about there being more than one morphology? Are there centipede yes. things now running around that want to? I'm, I'm a little inclined to be concerned about that. Yes. Now, if the, if the thing that came out of Mother Skip went down to the cellar next to the furnace to stay warm and you torch the place, then maybe we've vaporized any organic matter. But if it dared burrow through the snow to find new hosts, then it could be kind of anywhere. I, Which, you know, I'm with Delilah that if we can get some sort of heat map of the neighborhood. Yeah, substation should have that information when they... Uh check meters and all that do you probably think... have automation and that's pretty good fema cover material do you think that skip had like a giant trunk full of porn in the house already or did he have to raid some newsstands back room to gather all that material when I'm you pretty were there sure... agent... yeah i'm pretty sure the agent... windows oh go ahead I was just going to say, when you looked around the house, there's porn everywhere, but there were also large plastic bags from various uh, porn shops. So he must have raided the porn shops. So is that that could be a lead? Um, so if this parasite affects the behavior of all of its hosts in a similar fashion, might it drive 
all of them to act in that same way and uh, obtain similar materials, maybe we should be looking into to places where you can buy that kind of thing and see if they've been broken into by anyone else lately, if they have any footage. Yeah. Um, the one that was in the ammo case did survive for however long it was. At least so it 15 might not years. Even be in a host. Yeah, it might not even be in a host right now. It could be... Although it was shoved in that ammo case, yeah. which is a steel box by, a, you know, by a... And it might have been injured at the time. Mm. Yeah, but if it... Maybe... Oh, right. He said he cut it out with his Bowie knife. So yeah, it was so he... probably not intact. Yeah. But it recovered. Mm. But these things uh, are evidently capable of going out and finding themselves a host, is my my thinking, right? So I I if um, it's gone off to go find a host and it hasn't found one yet, I don't think we can rely on the idea that maybe it's just sort of died in the cold or whatever. I think we it, can't rely on that, certainly. Yeah. Point point of order. Yeah. What have we done with uh Agent Candy uh, Officer Candy Floss? What's his name? Oh, he's yeah, here. I'm right here. <laughs> We've been having a very frank conversation. Who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> uh, yeah, he is now an insider of our Men in Black organization. So, oh yes, the Men in Black organization, of course. Um, very good. Um, hang on, Agent. I'll find you uh, some sunglasses. Um, uh, here you go. You can. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, officer, Curie. would you would you mind sorry. taking? A, sorry, if you wouldn't mind, Officer Eli. I I'm, I didn't get your last name. Pelligree. Officer Filigree, would you mind uh, just if doing a, a scan on your police scanner to see if there's any break-ins at magazine stores, adult shops, anything like that? That would be very helpful. Um, okay, I'll I'll go do that and see if there's anything going on. Uh, Thanks. I'm, it should I'm stand out like a sore thumb because there's not much going on. Right. right uh, remember, so he'll he'll go out to his car. The government trusts in you. Um, I'm going <laughs> to pop up from my examination of this thing so that it kind of hurry back to it. There, this thing doesn't have, at least this sample here, doesn't have a method of locomotion. So I'm not entirely sure how it would move around. Was the storage unit climate controlled? No. Okay. Yeah, oh, maybe I'm... maybe it wasn't a centipede like parasite that came out of uh, Skip's mom. Maybe it was like some fucked up baby. Who knows? Maybe. God. Maybe it's a sexy lady who looks Brazilian and shooting out human pheromones in a way that causes everyone in around to go insane. I mean, it really some of it. Some of the insect instars, they have like eight bodies before they reach a mature stage. Mm. And some of the parasites in the jungle, you know, the parasitic wasp parent injects the larvae and the larvae have a different effect on the host than the adults do. So it's, this right. could have any shape. Does this look like an arthropod to you? Not really. More like... More like a, a lamprey or a worm. Lamprey, it doesn't have any yeah. fins or anything like that. But it looks more and more when you think about it like part of an animal, not a right, not the whole thing. 
Well, I guess we also should go back to Skip's office and use the internet there to see if we can trace anything about the mythology of this to Belém, Brazil, the standing stones. Maybe there's some cultic component. It's a lot easier to talk freely with Agent Filigree and his car listening to the radio. I, that guy, it's just, I don't want to, I don't want to. It, it get... is what it is. He saw what happened. He insisted. Yeah. yeah. yeah I, I, I think we've done a lot of talking and I'm very concerned that the, these things are moving from house to house, finding hosts right now. Yeah. Um, it, and the way insects as, lay as eggs, I, there could be 10,000 of those things. Suddenly. Exactly. We, we need to find it as soon as possible. Uh, and as much as I love talking shop, now is the time for action. Uh, and at that point, I'm going to uh, walk out the room and uh, make tracks to the uh, the uh, power um, uh, company. Okay. So you just have to walk across the street, across the parking lot. And you go into Skip Mill's office, and it's the way you left it, though a lot cooler. It's only probably about 75 or, or less. Um, Mel's not uh, as bad. You get on the grid. And you can see, I don't know what would actually be on the grid, but you can see a layout of the city and you can see areas that have been restored. And by now they've started to restore um, yeah, maybe at least 40%, uh, mostly uh, towards the college campus, but that's that's on the other side of town. Um, but there are a, fl- a few blocks within Skip Mills area that do have electricity. Um, it doesn't actually show temperature, but a couple of the houses seem to, you know, be drawing a little more electricity uh, mm-hmm. than others. Um, but nothing that stands out very well. Okay. Well, um, let's take one of the utility maps and I'll mark down the houses that currently have power. Um, and then... Uh, so Skip's job, does he have control? O- like, he doesn't have control over who gets power, right? He just monitors. No, he monitors, right? Yeah, okay. Um, uh, so this is where my lack of electrical engineering expertise comes uh, to bite me a little bit. Um, but I would assume that... We, oh, if they focused on the area of town away from Skip's part, like they, I, I assume they could like focus on one area first. I figure if we give, wait, okay. So when we first got here, the lady told us that there were certain areas that already had power. Right. I can't remember what those are presently. Oh, obviously the utilities company had power. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, various various little districts in the area still have yeah. power and okay. and the college uh probably right after you arrived they had managed mm-hmm. to restore power because okay. you've got a bunch of you know students there that are yeah so i'm i'm concerned if it makes it to the college then it's broken containment and we need to uh that would be all the way across town yeah so we have a a buffer but with more and more power getting uh, restored, um, you know, if something is going from house to house to find warm spaces, uh, it, we've only got so long, right? I mean, uh, power yeah, so- can not be restored, but also we're talking about sabotaging a power grid during a uh, an emergency. Yeah, 
Um, I would you have to weigh the costs there. Yeah. Um, okay, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a utility map. We're going to overlay uh, a circle of where there is power currently. So around where Skip was found and around where um, What's-His-Face was found in the snow, like his house. Um, and then we go to... I think we go to What's-His-Face's house first. Um, and then we systematically go through and check uh, nearby locations to um, Skip's house. And then hopefully uh, we contain... I don't know how many of these fucking things there are, though. That's the problem. And the thing the thing with egg sacs is they can be very numerous. Did is everyone did everyone come over? I, I wanted I, to use the internet and skip's office. It might just be us two talking. I don't know. Yeah, that's fine by me. I, I, I figure whoever didn't come, I've I will be telling them this shortly afterwards anyway. So Yeah, I'll come with um, the Delilah just so cool. But yeah. Um all right. So from looking at the, the power grid. Uh, and there are there are a few blocks on the other side of a fence behind Skip Mills, where mm. there is power. Yeah. So we we earmark those blocks. We go to Army Guy's house. Um, if Jonah Washington. Army Guy's house. Uh, Jonah Washington's house. As if anywhere around Jonah's house has power, then we need to keep that in mind. Yeah. Um, I honestly think we should send at least two people to Jonah's place first, because if that was an intrusion, if mom was ripe long enough for Jonah to disrobe, go outside, mm -hmm. die, be found, then we're, we could have others gestating in places. Yeah. yeah. How far along are you with categorizing the contents of the green box? Because uh, we might just point, need to drop that. That's a secondary thing. We don't care yeah. about that right now. Uh, there yeah, are a few more things. contain the thread. Yeah. Everything um, we have seen is a separate fucking nightmare yeah. uh, that we don't even want to think about, but they're not active nightmares. Do you think we, we keep could find something inside. useful inside one of those? Uh, it's possible, but so items? far, no two things have seemed to relate to each other. Nothing else is from South America. Um, it's, there's no way Maybe we should have at least one more person still on that. Did, didn't you shoot the, the parasite? Yeah, it, yeah, it was in so the cooler. Yeah. We we just need a gun, um, and we can hit up the gun store or take Sheriff What's His Faces. Uh, he'll have a shotgun in the uh, the back seat uh, in the trunk. Or Sheriff What's His Face. Yeah. <laughs> officer, Did you? Officer yeah, there should be a, a shotgun in the cop car. Yeah, exactly. So like, we I I think we armor up and move out. Um, okay. I, At I least have an overview of the items. Not yeah. categorize them, but like find out what they are. Hmm. I'll go, I can I can carry on that work. Um, well, let me yeah. let me tell you what's left that you haven't looked through. Um, I feel like there are six bags we haven't opened. Yeah, well, that paper with the palms that was useful. Mm -hmm. Oh, there is a wooden crate. Um, if you open the top of it, you see what looks like. Um, well, I mean, you want me to show you? Since you're just quickly sort of looking. May as well. If we're just like cursory, like open, 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 make sure there's nothing that's going to explode, then sure, let's go. We're, we're, we're uh, yeah. dissolving space time, but. Mm. Uh, here's one thing you see. Okay. 
Good Mortar, don't love it. Uh, Antarctica pickaxe photographs, yeah. That does not look like our bug, though. Yeah, not yeah. our bug, but that's Different still really bugs. cool. Yeah. And the only more, thing... those poor bastards. Whatever happened to those guys? The only other thing that you find is an odd um, collection of what look like portraits. Um, some of them are photographs. Some of them are um, paintings. Uh, the oldest painting looks like it is from the 17th century. And in that in that painting, there is a man and a woman. And then you notice that in one of the later ones, uh, more modern ones, the same man and woman with no aging at all. And this goes photographs in the, the, the 20s and the 40s and the 50s. And the last two things that are in the box are um, these. Oh, dear. With the, with the same two people. Okay, that's some infiltration issues. Anybody know those names? Everybody oh. can do a luck roll. No. 97 is not below 50. 23. Oh, 07. I'm a spy. Gotcha. I rolled a 50. Work for the Chinese. Those of you who passed, you think that you might have seen those same two people once or twice involved with Delta Green. which makes you a little bit nervous. All right, we're going to box that up and get back to it. Yeah, yeah. Mid gonna... mental note, that's going to have to sit. Yes, let's refresh. Not only, not only we document that, we document that in code secretly and make sure that they don't see that we saw that they saw that we saw. Ow. Okay. Don't think about the... What the hell? Right, we so, just, so that is that is the remaining contents then, Tom. Like that's that's everything. That's it. Yeah. Okay. I feel right. better about um, stepping away from that at least. All right, let's get the fuck out of here. Let's armor up and roll out. Um, yeah, what armor? Yeah. I think I, I we can should... go to Jonah Washington's house if anyone wants to come with mm -hmm. me. Yeah. So we have a, a, we have the cop and we have oh, no, oh. we only have the one car still, do we? Okay. No, we have multiple cars. Oh, multiple cars? Okay, yeah, cool. So we can we can split and we can go to uh like top and two of us to uh one place and then the the remaining three to the other. Um, yeah, we can you said you wanted us to look at the porn shops. It was just a We need to we need to prioritize here. I think we just mm -hmm. go back to uh Skip's place and oh, and see if there's a path. So, Elkhorn and Bones, you have Filigree's trust, and you've been on the scene, so I think you should see if there's a trail from Skips. The rest of us will go to Jonah Washington's place to see if we can pick up a trail from there. That's good. If you want to second to us one of his firearms, that would be welcome. Yeah, I uh, I took his gun off of his belt. He doesn't even fucking... Yeah. 
I, I remember there being a um a firearm store on the way to the residential area. Well, everything's so been we closed. I don't think we want to break into that necessarily. Yeah. But we well, do actually... want to see if Filigree has heard about any other break-ins yeah. to porn stops or adult stores. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna hand you over uh, the, the sidearm that I took from the cop alarm. I'll do. Cheers. Yeah, All right. See, I'm yeah. particularly skilled with firearms, so why don't you just take it? I am. This is my thinking. I need yeah, a gun. Good. You take it. Okay. So in the process, if you ask Agent uh, um, Cop Filigree, um, uh, he will tell you that there does seem to have been a break in. At a porn stop, a porn shop on the edge of town. Um, uh, that's really all he knows because the the owner isn't there. The owner's obviously left because of the storm. Um, uh, it was broken in from the back, and uh, it seems to have. It's all messed up on the inside, as if somebody came in and grabbed a whole bunch of porn, and then you know grabbed it around. But nothing suspicious. I don't. I think we can just write this off. Nothing well, it suspicious. depends on when it happened. If it happened before Wait, Skip, exactly. then it's we don't care. If it happened after Skip, then we have another one. Yeah, when does this happen, uh, Filigree? Well, they're not sure when it happened. However, uh, it would have happened uh, within the timeline. It, it would have happened, uh, let's see, probably. So before. Uh, correct. Well, before... Uh, before you guys arrived. Yeah, so I, I think we can write Probably that one off. Um, yeah. On January 3rd in the afternoon, that is when Skip left work sick. Yeah. yeah. All right. You ready, uh, Jared, Deputy Ops? Going yeah. back. Um, I have a question for you. You were the only one that saw Skip's mom. Is that right? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, there's a picture on my phone. That's all right. Um, did you see that you didn't see the thing escape from her? Did you? No, it was already the window was already broken. Were the sizes was the size of the e egress wounds similar in scale to the thing that we saw in Skip? No. Yeah, it looked bigger. It looks like she had blown up like a balloon and exploded. Okay. Yeah, I think alarm is correct. I think we're dealing with different stages. Oh boy. All right. So you're all going to go? Where where are we going? So all right, Delilah and Alarm and Curie are going to Jenna Washington's home. Okay. And the other two are you were you said porn shop, but you're not gonna go there now. No, we're gonna go to Skip's place to follow that trail out all the right. window. Okay. Um, so we'll start with, we'll say you get to Skip's place first. You guys kind of go together, but then the others have to go on farther, a couple of blocks. Yeah. Uh, you get to Skip's and there's rubble everywhere. Uh, there's still smoking ruins from you blowing it up. Um, it's probably on fire. Um, and slowly the, uh, the snow directly around it is melting. Uh, but you can still get around to the back. Um, do a notice roll. Alertness, search. Alertness, alertness is good. I got that. I got it. All right. You do find something uh, near where the window was. 
uh, that looks like it was, you know, fairly heavy, not not heavier than a human, maybe a little less like a child in weight. Uh, something came out of that window and hit the ground, and it left four impressions um, in the like in the like feet. Uh, well, the two in the the two closest to the window look more like feet in that they're elongated, and the ones in front look more like hands, but not quite shaped like human hands. You can guess that they're were some rather prodigious claws. God fucking uh, damn it. I knew it was a fucking mutant baby. You can then see that it may have hopped or loped. Um, uh, on the other side of the fence, there is a little stand of trees going you know, along. Uh, it seems to have leaped up onto the fence and into the tree. Uh, the trees are somewhat damaged. They're, the, there's no leaves. They're all deciduous trees. But you don't find any other footprints after yeah, there's that. No tracks. Yeah, you think it might have gone from tree to tree. Okay. Uh, in that case, since we're here already, I'm just going to make sure evidence is properly gotten disposed of. And since you have the maps that you put together, yeah, it is going in the direction of where Jonah Washington lived. Okay, I will. Uh... Just radio in, hey, we're going to meet you at Jonah's. Uh, also, Phil, we're going to get the shotgun out. Yes, sir. All right. So uh, the other agents arrive first at Jonah's house. Uh, it's a big place. It is looks like it was probably a, a large colonial place with big pillars in the front of it. Um uh, there's two stories, and you can guess from there, there's something on the side that looks like a basement uh, or cellar door. Um, it uh, it looks like the kind of a place that is very old, but was probably rented out to college kids or something. Okay. Um, there is, you can see that there are two cars in the parkway on the side of the building that are completely coated in like four inches of ice. But there is a Jeep in the parking space in the front uh, that obviously wasn't buried in snow. So it must have come after the storm. So this is where reservist Washington parked when he came back to see if he could help. And uh, are there is there uh, frozen over uh, snow footfalls from the jeep to the house yes front door or side door went up to the front door is it is it unlocked is it a jar um, he ran out it sounds like when attacked uh the front door is not locked okay um, we're gonna knock also, anyway are there lights on uh there are lights on and you can uh you don't hear anything like music uh, but do uh, do an alertness roll for me as you walk up towards it. I'm very alert, but not 82 alert. 22. Oh, there you go. That's an extreme. Yeah, as you're looking up, what catches your eye is that those cellar doors have been broken in. Looks from like from out? the outside. Right. All right. 
All right, so we need to treat this as an active scene. Uh, I think we should go in the front door. We have to check room by room. We're going to make our way to the cellar. Uh, my hope is that the poor man met one of the spawn, tried to fend it off, and ended up dead, infected, but not a carrier. And that there isn't a clutch of his family in the cellar in cocoons. That's my hope. Okay. I have so let's do, the, let's, let's do the ground floor and then go down to the cellar if there's an internal entrance. And then work our way up until we can know okay. the house is clear. Be be wary. Uh, the officer filigree's report mentioned uh, an orange substance. Uh, don't touch it. In fact, if you want nitrile gloves, I have some. Yeah, we shall glove up. And I I don't. I mean, I think it, Delilah's the, our best shot. But I'm going to definitely take a tire iron. I want to be able to. If a bug comes out of it nowhere, I want to be able to squish it good. Absolutely. I, it, this is a, a hostile situation now. Um, About that time, as you've upset, uh, assessed the outside, um, Agent Bones uh, and Filigree, and uh, they they all drive. You guys all drive up. Mm. Uh, yeah, I'll exit the cop car, and I will have a shotgun in hand. Yeah. So uh, assessment looks like it. Something went in the cellar. We know he ran out. The door is still unlocked. We're hoping the house is empty. Maybe you want to take. Maybe we'll all do the ground floor, and then some of us go to the cellar, and some of us can go upstairs just to get the whole area co covered quickly. Yeah, I think sleep. with the cars here, we ha we have to assume that the house is not empty. So we need right. to be cautious. So what yeah. are we doing to the people inside? We're just going to execute them if they Eliminate are infected. The yes. And if they're not, if they are not, then, well, then what? Yeah, if they're if not, they need to be. They need to be then, medically examined if they're not. Yeah, I mean, if they're not, it's been at least twenty-four hours since Jonah left, and they're just hanging out. So I don't imagine that if there's anybody home that they're okay. Okay, they're infected. Easy solution. If they're not, I mean, we've got a good cover. We're FEMA, right? And so. Mm -hmm. We could just come up with some bullshit story about. Yeah, FEMA doesn't walk around with shotguns. I'll have to put this away. No, it's, we're protecting against looters. It's fine. If we, there's we, a there giant... looters in the area, we we we're carrying our personal weapons, uh, it... just for safety. If there's personal not an orgy weapon. upstairs, then we're okay. But if there's yeah. an orgy upstairs, then we know they're infected. Well, if there's an orgy upstairs, we uh, turn all the gas on and shut the doors. Great. We'll just look out for the orgy that's happening. Yep. All right. All right. So um, uh, I presume Bones and I take uh, front and everyone else sort of sweeps in behind us. Okay. Um, was somebody going to the cellars? The cellar? Uh, or... So I believe gonna, the plan we're... was we're doing the ground floor first and then going. Okay. So you're all the doing the ground floor first. Yes. Floor first. That's a tongue twister. All right. So uh, these doors on this house, like I said, it's an old colonial thing. They're double doors that open up. Um, you open them up, and there is um, a kind of a formal uh, atrium uh, directly ahead of you. There are nice stairs that go upstairs. Uh, and to either side of those stairs is a hallway um, so we can say left hallway, right hallway, and 
And then to either side, left or right, it looks like it goes into living room, uh, dining room, and the rest of the house. Um, there's also a door. Uh, there are a number of doors uh, towards the end of the hall. So it's a big house. Looks like it would have been a very nice, uh, fancy house at some point in time. Um, but in the right hallway leading towards the back of the house, there is something very strange hanging on the wall. Um, almost looks like a bed sheet. You can't really see it until you go into the hallway. Um, you can see there's a door farther down that if you know stairways, stairways usually have stairways like this. So it's probably the stairs to the basement. All right. Well, I'm going to aim my gun at the bed sheet. Okay. Now, the bed sheet looks like it's flat against the wall, but there are blood stains, and it looks like somebody has taken a magic marker and drawn things all over it. Um, some of them just look like, uh, you know, I don't know, sexual, uh, you know, drawing penises and naked ladies and stuff and stuff like that. Uh, but there's definitely blood on it. So it's, it is not something that looks like a bed sheet, but it's a cocoon, but it's actually a bed sheet that's been graffitied. Like some weird work of art. Yeah. Makeshift tapestry. Yeah. yeah. Um, so right. let's get a photograph of that in case we need to decipher some language. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll lower I'll the gun. The camera. I don't have any. I don't have any weapons on me, so I'll take. Yeah, I'll, I'll keep alert. Do do an alertness roll, or a notice roll, one or the other. Eighty-one out of fifty. Oh, so that's a fail. <laughs> that's fine. Um, I, I I have. You can all do it. You're all there. From uh, Curie, I'm going to walk up to the. Uh, the sheep get ready to take it down. Okay, that'll be ten. enough. All I was going to say is that you think there's something on the wall behind the mm. the sheet. Yeah, bones. Train on. I uh, once we've got a photo, I'm going to grab up, and when bones is ready, I'm going to rip it down. Okay. Uh, there seem to be some indentations in the wall, like. Somebody got thrown up against it or pushed against it. Uh, some cracks in the in the plaster, and there are spatters of blood. Not not a lot of spatters of blood, but you know, like somebody was stabbed or minorly okay. stabbed or cut. Okay. Um, so this is the, the transmission side. There Here is. Could this have been where uh, Washington got his bite, or is this not consistent with the marks on you? On his body is so. could a um, forensics role reveal that um yeah in this case it's not really that specific but it looks like maybe there was a bit of a brawl okay it's definitely a struggle here uh you can see there are spots on the floor uh that lead directly across to what seems to be a uh it's got a room it's got a, a number on the room uh, okay. Like a like this house has been divided up into into apartments into apartments, yeah. but it, the blood definitely Christ. goes towards that apartment. All right, Elkhorn, you feeling all right? 
We You're can't talking, hear you. we can't hear you. Not exactly sure what to make of what's going on here. Are there any noises coming from within the house? You hear no noises coming from inside the house. Well, then we should just start clearing rooms. All right. Well, let's start with the blood trail leading to the door first. So I'll take aim. How's the temperature here? Oh, it's hot. I'm sorry. I didn't mention that it's it's ridiculously hot. Let's open all the windows as we pass them and turn the thermostat down. Just let this place chill out in case it slows them down. Uh, We need one weapon on the cellar team and one weapon on the above ground team, I think. So the the bedroom door is directly across from the cellar door. So they're right. Let's just clear this one together. Yeah, we'll clear everything uh, right. together. So I've got the shotgun aimed at the door. Someone either mm-hmm. has to kick it open or. That's right. I, I'll again sort of reach in, push it open, then you can okay. walk in. And I'll sleep behind you. So you you open the door and it's it's warm. It's hot. Um, uh, this room has a kind of. Um, a double nature as you look in it's a bedroom uh you would guess that under normal circumstances this would be a very neat very clean room there is there are some spatters of blood on the floor uh there is there are signs towards the foot of the bed of struggle and the bed itself is uh all all the sheets are thrown off and the pillows on the floor and uh, it definitely looks like somebody may have been assaulted, uh, not with, not like murderously, but probably once again, some of those cuts. Uh, there is also a closet and there is a desk on the other side of the room uh, with a small laptop sitting on it and a photo. Mm. Um, I just check under the bed, check the closet. If there's nobody yeah. It, is the photo of a woman or a man? Is this a woman's room or a man's room? The photo is of a black man uh, and another man next to him uh, who's white, but they they look kind of tender, like boyfriends. Okay. Lovers. Yeah. And the black man looks like uh, Jonah Washington. That's what I was going to ask. Okay. Uh, check that closet. I'll aim my gun at it. Delilah. The closet there is a lot nice set of clothes. It looks like good clothes, but there's also a couple of uniforms in there for the okay. National Guard. So this is I'll clear. Yeah. Is it worth taking the laptop? Yeah, why not? Okay. We'll pack yeah. it up. We, don't, we should yeah. linger. Yeah. All right. Uh, you li- uh, there is a bathroom, a private bathroom on this uh, this room, but there it seems to be perfectly neat and clean. Mm-hmm. Okay. Any other rooms before we split up? Uh, that you have to go back out the hall and past the bench sheet. Okay. Do uh, we have a map? Rest. I I don't have one for the, okay. the screen because I've written stuff all over it. Um, we'll just uh, um. So let's. Sorry, Elkhorn, you go. Oh, we'll call that Jonah's room if you want to go back there. We should just proceed down the hallway and just do every room in a row, sort of methodically. And then work through the house that way. Yep. Yeah. Do we really have to split up? Because like, I'm not really in a rush here. I don't. See I it. my my disagreement with that is that we do not know the gestation period. The house is hot. If there are three egg cases upstairs and we only get to the first two, then we've started this process again. We should okay. cover as much place as possible. Fair enough. 
All right. So you go back down the hallway uh, to the living room, which would then be on your left. Um, yeah. Once again, it it seems to be uh, untidy. Uh, uh, there is a, a television with you know hookup for a, a video playing stuff like that. Uh, there are a lot of knickknacks and things that look like homemade art. Uh, none of them look particularly sinister, uh, but it does look like somebody who lives here is an artist. Um, it does look like some activity has taken place on the uh, on the furniture, maybe uh, rust, you know, rustling around and, and stuff. Uh, uh, do once again do an alertness roll. Word activity. Eighteen out of fifty. Regular. Twenty-four. Hey, you look over and uh, there is something on the couch. Seems to be wedged between the cushions. It's shiny. It looks like maybe a. You think at first a remote, but it's a cell phone. Grab it. We're, I'm just bagging the electronics we come across. Okay. Yeah. You then cross back in front of the stairs going up. And across from that is a dining room, uh, which under normal circumstances, if you went with the house, it would be a big formal dining room. But they've just set up some tables and chairs. Um, and once again, there's evidence in here that... Either they were very messy, yeah, just not not very, not very clean. Um, and there are dishes on the table that look like whoever was here was eating. Looks like they were in fact eating a large meal of stuff that they got from the, the out of the refrigerator, uh, pizza, you know, bacon beds or whatever the stuff they found in the fridge. More than like more than one person would normally eat. You think uh... it. It looks like there's two plates that are set. Okay. Um, so, yeah, two plates. Um, attached to this is a kitchen. And the kitchen also is very messy. There's just piles of dirty dishes, uh, piles of pots and pans. They've obviously been putting stuff together. And there are three uh, possibly dog and cat uh, bowls but you have not seen any dogs or cats. Mm. Nobody's barking. Okay. Uh, they, they probably go And the back door. The back door going outside. Yeah. Okay. So do we want to enter the cellar from the inside stair or the outside stair? I, so being able to think about it a little bit, I think this thing is coming through the outside uh, of the, uh, the outside door into the basement, gone through the basement, come up. It's seen Jonah's room, which is the closest one. And that's worked its way through the house uh, and gone up. Um, Do we think he was just be wearing his the... shorts and underwear, uh, shorts and socks, because he barely fled in that? Yeah, he was probably in bed. That's the thing, right? Like, he was in a state of undress. Yes, Tom? I forgot something. You did find his clothes on the floor in the bedroom, and the shirt was ripped. Mm. Completely forgot about that until you said it. So it yes, was like I, I he think... was stripped. 
Mm. Yeah. So the basement, the cellar doors, I think I misunderstood. The cellar doors were a point of ingress, not egress. There's an external cellar, right? storm cellar doors, and they were looked like they were smashed in. Mm. Okay. Inside the house is probably where the thing came into the house. I understand. Yeah. So I... I, I think it's a good idea to give it a cursory glance, but I don't think it's going to be in there. I think it's going to be uh, upstairs somewhere. Where it's warmer. Mm. Got it. All right. Well, do we want to... I mean, maybe the cellar is not complicated and we can all stick together because two guns are better than none. Let's... Uh, yeah. Maybe, uh, Delilah, if you want to lead us down cellar. Yep, happily. And Bones um, can can keep an eye on our rear... Because it's it's true, they like it hot, so it's probably not down there. All right, got, I'm gonna go down into the cellar. Go in the cellar. Um, you open the door to the cellar, and there is an odd smell. Um, maybe vaguely like the mother. You get that sort of unforgettable waft of smell down here. Mm -hmm. Smells like the hatchery. Not as strong. Uh, you take a few steps down the basement stairs, and you can see over to your left uh, the cellar doors that have been smashed open. Um, but as you turn the corner where the washer and dryer are, there is a body lying on the floor. Looks like a woman. And she is inflated, or partially inflated. You can also Very see that, that there are um, tools, uh, like repair tools, like she's a plumber or something like that. But her abdomen is intact. It's not been... It's intact, and it's, it's bloated. Yeah. Right kind of turning color kind of turning blackish yeah the way the mother um, was best thoughts okay. for stopping what's about to happen mm -hmm. uh agent curie do you have any face shields in your your kit with you uh yep i have some in 95 brilliant um so uh in the in the uh the jungle story there is uh a militia and they go and they were bashing uh the bodies of infected people this woman is clearly infected um i have no uh real qualms about putting a face shield on and just smashing her to pieces frankly. yeah i'm gonna get out of line of sight just so i'm not splattered or anything mm. and i'll check in after it's done jesus okay. is this woman still alive well you don't really know she doesn't see people at all and i don't want to think about that she's dead okay. uh in my yeah. house I'm assuming I, there's a, a. You said there was a, a laundry area down here, a washer and dryer. I'm gonna. Yeah. Well, you well, Delilah, like, are you? Do you want to borrow my tire iron to bash this in? I mean, He's, I presume she has a wrench or uh, something with her. Just want to. I want to. I want to douse the area and liberally in bleach. Mm. Now, the washer and dryer are on the other side of her, against the wall. She's right in front of the washer and dryer. Um, well, I'll, and there are other things down here. Is I don't have anything listed, but whatever, whatever you'd find in a cellar. So there's lots of things. Yeah, if you say it, y'all, I'll see. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to burn the building down yet, but I would like to try to disinfect. So I'll while you get ready to 
to burst that. Like, who knows how ripe they are? Mm-hmm. I figure if we if we make their environment hostile with, say, bleach, which most mm-hmm. living things don't like, that might give us some time to smash if they're like tadpoles. Like yeah. those of you who are still in the room where the body is, are still you know within line of sight. Do a uh, alertness roll. For them. I don't know what spot hidden is. I yeah. always forget. Yeah, I'm out of line of sight and keeping guard. I rolled a 100. Okay, so you don't see it, and you're going to smash. So I I saw it. Yeah, I've got a regular. Oh, you saw it, Elkhorn. Which you notice as Agent Delilah starts to move towards it. Um, it quivers almost perfectly in time of her footsteps moving. Like it's it's sensing either the sound or the movement. Delilah, uh, quit it for a second. The things uh as you move, it is moving in synchronization to your footsteps, it looks like. Look, it's 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 as you take a step, watch watch the hand. Yeah, Fuck you can this. hear a liquid sort of gurgle. As if something inside of it is reacting to the sound of your footsteps. Let's, let's, uh, she's ready to pop. Uh, I think, okay, uh, so we're going to blast her with the shotgun. Shotgun. Yeah. Yeah. Stand back. All right. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to give All right. I will pump the shotgun and, uh, fire on Delilah's go. Yeah. All right. I'm so Jesus (laughs) Christ. Yeah. Fuck this. When you, when you fire on this thing, uh it pops there is a great splattering of goo and everywhere but you're you probably unload a couple of times into it and whatever is inside of it does sort of remind you of a child a big child uh it in that it's got sort of arms and legs and a well it's got arms and legs and a body and maybe a tail of some sort um but it's not fully uh, uh, you know, it's not fully formed yet. Um, so what you kind of blow away, you you destroy your ability to figure out what the hell this fucking thing was, except that you can see it's got arms and legs and a tail. You think that's a sanity roll, right? I hope yeah, so. Yeah, that's a sanity roll. Okay. You can do a sanity roll. I rolled a nine. I passed. 36 is good. I'd say um, if you pass, you're you're hardened. You can take one. If uh, if you failed, one d four. And this thing, whatever it is, seems to be kind of more pink than anything else. But its blood and gore inside of it are are orange, which splatters all over. Here, you, you said also, something about this DNA transfer. I wonder if it's crossbreeding with its hosts in some way to try to pass. Yeah, I think, yeah. The thought. Um, I'm going to scatter everything with bleach as pre-discussed just to yeah. okay. help God, with the smell. God, that was fucking awful. Yeah. Fuck when, this. When you do that, Agent Alarm, you do notice the woman's cell phone. Uh huh. Laying there. Um, Another bag for that. Bag it. Yep. Yeah. 
if we're depending on how big the house is, we might might want to do simultaneous. We've got three devices now, so somebody might go to the car to read some of this stuff, but we'll see. Now we know right. that we were not far behind an eruption. We want to keep... Oh, and this is consistent, though. And My fear was that Mama Skip had a hundred or a thousand things pop out of her, but it looks like they're actually birthing one big thing, not scores of little things which is a kind of a relief yeah i would agree yeah so but they're probably still at least two there's two cars there's probably at least three people upstairs yeah like if it's worked its way through the house and they've each run away as they've been infected then we've got two of the people at least uh which is a start but yeah we need to move our way through the house like quickly now this is uh this is not all right let's go delilah um, the condition of the woman, um, did she look like, how, how old was her face? Maybe in her 40s. She might have been Mother Jonah Washington? No, she's not black. She's uh, Oh, this is um, a white lady. And she definitely looks sort of dressed as, she looks like she's dressed in overalls. Kind of like a plumber. Was there a company like, like a van or vehicle outside? There, there was not. Um, but uh, there is a work, uh, you know, uh, you call them a tool toolbox that she brought with her. Uh, uh, um, but this is the Washington household. Like, that's how, I mean, we found his address. Via, yeah, this is his address. We this found is like an apartment this, building. This, yeah, Joe oh, it's been split up. A resident. Oh, right. There were numbers in the doors. A right. Multi-family. Right, right. There is probably also a wallet that she's got. Yeah. Since she's wearing overalls. Of course, everything's covered in goo and yeah. bleach. Yeah, now. everyone's got nitrile. If you don't have nitrile gloves on you, I'm shoving them in your hands. No, I'm good. Suit yourself. I wouldn't recommend touching oh, I already have them on. No, he's good and that he's got them. Gotcha. Yeah. No, we're not. We're not amateurs, we're the men in black. Speaking right? of, where is our deputy? Is he with us? He's standing in the corner just going. Of course. <laughs> is, is, there a, is there a tang of urine in the basement air? Um, I, I actually, you know, I have sort of been letting other people handle it, but I'll, I'll, you know, as we sort of prepare to move out, I'm like dropping this slimy wallet into a plastic bag, I'll say. Officer Filigree, if you hadn't been looking out for Jonah Washington, we wouldn't have found this situation. You've been doing very good work. Mm. Now, upstairs. You. you can have him talk to some of the generals. All right. So, you leave, you leave the bottom uh, of the, the, the cellar. You're heading up towards the second floor. The stairs creak a bit as you're going up towards the second floor. And I would like y'all to do alertness. Oh, fumble. I succeeded. I tripped. Shotgun goes okay. off. As you creak up the stairs, um, those of you with astute hearing, you think there is something up there creaking along with your creaks. 
it almost feels like an echo uh but it's you're pretty sure it's coming from up there we're not alone it's another um impregnated person i think or an older offspring or the thing um, that hatched or the thing that hatched in the first place yeah uh i'm gonna is it so we're is there a sort of on the second floor there's sort of a, a gallery hallway between staircases is that sort there of there is you, top of the stairs a hallway going this way uh and uh a door at each end okay um i would like you both to, two questions um well um <clears throat> mr davidson you cleansed the last place with fire and it didn't seem to cause a lot of trouble not at all are we worried that if we were to just also vaporize this household that we're going to cause damage to nearby households residents etc well, they got a count to make sure all right we can't just torch the place without right. being so that'd be reckless so what I propose is that you reload, and I'm going to follow the advice of um, the deceased Ryan Whitehead, and I'm going to stand at the bottom of the stairs and give myself a cut, and that should send whatever into a frenzy, yeah, scurrying downstairs. Maybe, but it, were they not responding sexually to those cuts? I mean, it like moaned out audibly from yeah. the texts. So but yeah, why don't we just give it a shot? Face. But yeah, we could, it's worth a try. But then you have an open wound that you need to be careful of. I mean, I don't know. I I'm not going to, you know, I don't think El Generalissimo was cutting himself too severely. I just think he was giving himself the open bleeding. In that case, I'll I will aim up the stairs. Okay, as will I. So, Agent Alarm, you. you know. Pull out, I don't know what, a razor, if you had it. Yeah, um, po- pocket knife and go for like a you little know, fatty place. Little, like it'll bleed here quick. Yeah. Okay. Whatever seems you, easy uh, to close you, with a fist. You slice that. It always surprises you that it stings like a bitch. But uh, you bleed, your bleed, blood dribbles down a little bit. But there doesn't seem to be any response from upstairs. Damn. Worth a shot. Uh, yeah, yeah it needs to see it. you, I think. Let's go. Okay. Can we deduce which door it's behind upstairs? You could hear when you were on the stairs and it came from up. So you you honestly can't tell which direction it came from. But both so what if we're super reckless and we just start jumping up and down? What will it do? Do you want to try that? Agitated into uh, giving birth. Pretty much. Wasting uh, time. I suppose you're right. Yeah, I think we'll tiptoe up the stairs then. We gotta get yeah. up there anyway. I, I I think the the time for controlled sweep is over. The time now is bash doors open and shoot anything we see. I'm okay. not complaining. Should we do a backup oh. team on this floor then? And make sure just because we didn't hear anything doesn't mean there isn't somebody lying on the floor with a belly full of frog. Well, left or right door? Left. Uh, yeah, left door. Okay. You go to the left door. 
and you you creep up to it, you don't hear anything on the other side of the door. How do you open the door? There's um, a number also on these these two doors. Gently, quietly. Okay. You uh, you open the door, and you are immediately hit with a coppery sort of smell, um, like blood. You open it slowly. This is a fairly large bedroom. There is blood all over the floor. Uh, there is a another body, which is large and bloated and quivering. Um, and it and there is a video camera that has been set up towards the end of the bed. Uh, the bed is covered in blood, and it looks very much like whoever this person was was assaulted on the bed repeatedly and cut and knifed and thrown on the floor and uh, murdered. Um, the man does not look like you'd expect in a residence like this. He looks like a homeless guy. His clothes are very homeless. They're torn up. The decor of the room is very feminine. And uh, there are a number of, you know, knickknacks and pictures and stuff like that. Um, but they don't look, it, this doesn't look like an artist's room. It looks like somebody who an artist would have given them stuff. And they've got various things hung up on the wall. If you actually look at them, I'm assuming that this is all sort of going on at the same time because there's gore and blood and another bloated yeah. monster on the floor. Um, it seems to be the paintings and the artwork is all from uh, Tilda Hastings. Um, there's probably even a picture of two girls uh, side by side, a blonde and a brunette. Um, all right, this thing is quivering. Thor blast, and it looks blast. like it's it looks like it's one step farther than the one that was downstairs. Yep. Uh, bang. Like the second I regain control of my consciousness, I'm just shooting the thing. Okay. This time when you shoot it, uh, there is a weird sort of scream that comes from the baby monster. Um, it reminds you, oddly enough, of the sound of a buzzsaw or a chainsaw. It clicks and it brrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrr
we, we if, don't have time. If, we need to move quickly now. Bagging if, the camera, by the way. Okay. Uh, if Dana wants to give it a once-over really quick before you leave the room, uh, medical or whatever, you've, you've got experience. You saw the stuff before. That tail looks very much like the creature that was in Skip uh, Skip's throat. So maybe not a tail. Maybe a ovipositor or some horrible thing like that. All right. So, uh, you've done this room. You're going to go next door. How are you going to handle this one? Same as the first. Yep. Okay. Um, this, you open up the door slowly. Um, this room looks like the other room, only in opposite. It's the opposite shape. Uh, this room does seem to be oh, filled with art supplies, uh, drawings, pictures, paintings on the wall. Some of them very strange. Uh, some of them very graphic. Some of them very um, disturbed. And there is a horrible, hideous monster standing on the other side of the room. And it looks like this. Hold on to your horses. Oh, nice. Right, right, right. Um, and it's yeah, not moving. That. It's completely standing still. Is it, does it, like, look alive? It's not moving. It doesn't seem to be breathing. Like a sculpture? It just standing yeah, it could, be a, it could be a statue, yeah. Because this is an artist's room. I mean, it we're still going to blast it. It's a statue. It's a carefully constructed statue. Okay. And there seems to be environment. There there seems to be candles lit in front or candles that were lit in front of it and Altar. placemats down on the floor as if two people were worshiping this thing. Officer Filigree, have you ever heard of this Tilda Hastings? I not not personally. She's never gotten in trouble that I know of, but she's obviously one person living here. Um, don't know who that is. Right. I think Delilah and I are just going to move on to the next room. Let the other people handle this. Well, that's pretty much it, except for the closets. Um, uh, however, as you begin to move around and talk, to this place or something, there is something up above you in the attic. Yep. That's where it is. Fuck. Do you think that the opening to the attic is in the hallway near the stairs in the ceiling? Okay. So. Uh, this room also has uh, the bed. It has a laptop. It has a cell phone. It's just laying there. Bagging it. Bagging it. So to avoid climbing up a set of attic stairs and getting killed straight away. We could... Uh, so this assumes that a couple of things, but if there are curtains on the windows and those curtain rods have a point to them of some sort, we can do the, the firefight like stick and poke in the ceiling and try and at least locate it Oh, and then you can blast the shotgun through the floor. 
We could also do that. If we know where it's standing, yeah. Yeah. I mean, in a house as old as this, it might really slow the shot down, the wood floor. I mean, we could also just smoke it out by burning this place down and waiting at the entrance as long as we as long as we know that there's no windows in the attics if if we do a walk around it's a colonial house it should have a a window at the that's bad then probably Um, two windows well what Mm. we could do is if we did decide to burn the house down we could all stand on separate external walls of the house and give a holler if it comes out our side yeah, but by then it'll probably escape and not all of us yeah. have weapons. And too many uh, windows. Wait, I don't know this information. Um I mean we could I could I could squeeze a little more blood out of this. And we could, you know, we could put a hook through the door and pull it open and I could squeeze some blood out and see if somebody chitters down. Yeah, I mean, if there it's... could be eight of them up there too. We, how could we tell? Jeez. Yeah, I think, uh, I think uh, you should do that. Actually, if there's bleach, we could make mustard gas. Oh, great! And gas it out. Not that I know how to do this or anything, but I, I have heard that you can make a, a version of mustard gas uh, using uh, the uh, the bleach and the urea and your urine to. Uh, or it doesn't actually make it, a uh, a it, gaseous uh, it, weapon. It, it's heavier than normal air, so we would be poisoning the cellar. <laughs> it doesn't go. It doesn't flow. And ourselves, yeah. And it's very damaging to human tissue, and we don't know what is damaging to this tissue. For all we know, this thing could suck on methane and laugh all day. So I'm not that. I'm not a proponent. I mean, look. I mean, so how many shotgun gun. shells do we have handy? Uh, we probably can... like three left. Yeah, in, if we could the... pepper the attic, it would be one thing. If we had an AR-15, that would be another thing. But I don't think we can actually guarantee that we damage this thing. There like, should be a carbine in the police car, because they have a carbine and a shotgun. Officer? I'll go get one. I'll go get it. All right. So um, three of us you, you do also uh, sort of what David was saying earlier, and what Agent Alarm was saying. This is probably all lath and plaster. So it's got wire, it's got wooden slats, it's got heavy plaster over the. It, it, it would be it's a lot harder than uh, than like drywall. Mm. Yeah. Um. So I think three of us with guns, and then. If we pull the, uh, if it's a ladder, then we just have to. I hope it's not a ladder. I really hope it's not a ladder. Um, If it's a set of stairs, then that's better for us. That's better, yeah. We can rush up. You're guessing that it's probably a ladder. It's a door that opens and then the ladder slides down. Yeah. And it's going to be pitch black up there. Anything that sticks its head through is going to have its head removed by those fully grown talons. So I think we. Take three firearms, encircle the house, blast and then burn the it house, down. Yeah, burn it down, and then shoot anything that we see silhouetted in the night. If it has to jump from the attic, it's going to have, even if it's quite agile. I mean, it sounds. I mean, it seems like they get bigger. And this woman sculpted that thing from life, and finished it. 
and worshipped it with a friend, and she's running around somewhere. It just feels <laughs> this thing has a remarkable growth rate. If if she has seen it, and it's if that's its finished form, I don't know. Well, you saw Agent Bone's pictures. It had it had sucked all the fat out of poor Scap in a matter of days. It had reduced him to a skeleton. It's very efficient. And it liked electricity. I just want to get this done and go home. Yeah. Do we think cutting the power to this house would draw it out any faster than just probably not? Fire's probably it would like stay that. warm for quite a while before it got cold. Yeah. Especially in the attic. We haven't opened those windows. We could shoot them out right. from outside, but eventually somebody's going to notice our craziness. And each time we start a fire, I'm worried that it's going to start other buildings in the neighborhood because it's not like they can pump any water out of the ground at this temperature. Right. Yeah, nobody had gone to uh, to uh, Skip's house. Skip. Right. No fire trucks went there. Yeah. So right, I guess so... we we maybe check the keros the garage for kerosene and set the whole. First floor on fire, and yeah, we'll watch it burn. We'll watch no the windows. There's no garage. It's they were parked along the side of the house. I mean, there's plenty of ways to start a fire. Yeah, if the cars have gas in their tanks, etc. So siphon it out. Yeah, sure. All right, so that's the plan. You're going to burn it out, and then you're going to hide out. Watch the, the windows. Uh, yeah, the windows. Okay, you do notice there are two windows. Okay, uh, one I'll on take each one side of the house. The Lila will take the other. Hope your shots uh, are uh, on target. I well, used to now, take out a poacher from uh, hundred uh, yards. I can. We put Officer Filigree on the same side, you know, so that the shotgun has radius and the other two have numbers. Mm. Okay. So, giving you the lay of the land, the outside of the house does have a lot of old growth. Uh, you know, what what would be probably lilacs and bushes along the sides of the house. Um, once again, towards the back where one of the windows is, there are there are there's a stand of trees um, with with no leaves on them at all. Um, the front of the house has one large tree, but then you'd have to go all the way across the street to get to other trees. Uh, and um, bullets come down if you miss, so come down somewhere just I'll so miss. You know. <laughs> okay all right so you i'll like take the, the front fire. of the house and you guys take the back this yeah, beautiful old this beautiful old colonial house uh you don't have much trouble getting it started um you start the drapes in the living room or something like that and very quickly it starts to spread uh you stand back and you wait and at some point, just before you think, okay, the smoke and the, the heat's got to be getting up there, the fire is getting towards the attic, uh, there is a shattering of the window towards the back of the house. Um, it looks like a fist sort of comes out with big claws on it. And the creature starts to climb out of the house. And it looks just like the... Very That's carefully okay. done. Yeah. Right. Um, maybe a little bigger. Uh if if you were if this thing were to actually stand up straight, it might 
be a little smaller than an average human, um, but it's it squats, so it looks small, um, but it looks extremely muscular, as if it was used to swinging from trees in the jungle. Um, it is climbing out of the house. Uh, you also notice, if you hesitate for a moment, that these large ears seem to allow it to echolocate it, sends out that sort of sound yeah, okay. and sees where it hears where the tree is and gets ready to leap. You can let it leap or you can open fire. Nah. If I hear gunfire, I'm running around the back. As yeah. Well. Right. Filigree, shoot. Um, I would like you to all, since the thing is about 20 feet away up on the building, uh, and it's only, you know, it's kind of squat. Go ahead and do an uh, firearms roll. I rolled a one. I rolled a Holy one. shit. Excellent. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, we didn't do anything else. You just put a bullet right through its head. <laughs> <laughs> or or whatever that is. It just is. drops down from yeah. the attic. Um, it's pretty tough. So you, you, you put a bullet maybe right through its head, but it takes a few other shots before it it sort of stops moving and then looks like it's slumping it's hanging on the house and then it drops right beneath the window um, yeah. sort of rolling off the bushes and landing on the on the cement walkway behind the house have and i walked hideous. up now um it is twitching though i'm putting a shotgun blast into it okay uh where are you going to shoot it uh it's fucking tail okay good because that tail starts to detach itself oh great from the oh, body good for me <laughs> and you shoot it um uh you also shoot the the larger creature uh but as it's dying it sends out this you know sort of strange almost like a fucking chainsaw and you've been hearing chainsaws all oh, through the town. Fuck. Jesus Christ. And it dies. You now have a fully formed one that you could examine. But we'll leave that for next week. Our players included Holly Buto, Riley Kruger, Alex Sun, Dandapolis, and David Gassaway with yours truly as the handler. We have a Discord server where you can chat with other members, you can set up private games, and you can learn the fine arts of gameplay and game mastering. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh together with, the member, with all the members of our gaming club inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of HP Lovecraft and the Delta Green role-playing game. Until next time, good luck, good gaming. <laughs>